0: 101.9 High FM 101.9 101.9 High FM 101.9 High FM It is 101.9 101.9 high, high, high FM High FM High FM I've got the power!
1: I'm unleashing 101.9 megahertz of power
0: you're listening to 101.9 Hi, I'm Benji Shulman And this is the New Blue Review Welcome to the program Hope you had a lovely weekend uh, Didn't get too wet walking in the rain If you had to walk in the rain uh, And uh, just in general had a good relaxing time Well done last night to uh, HiFM On their ninth birthday I was at the celebrations was a really good time being had by uh, everyone And uh, well done, Kathy did a great speech uh, So did uh, all the different members of staff also so got up there and said a few words so well then guys 9 is a, is a big number and uh, next year's uh, i'm reliably told is not only 10 but it's going to be a, a big blowout so uh, yeah we're hoping to to still be here in a year's time bringing you uh, everything that is 101.9 one point nine FM and today on the new blue review which is of course our show for today we are going to be talking about uh, innovations in the financial sector if you like uh, I'm sure that if you have been on Facebook lately or just around the Shabbos dinner table you would have heard lots of talk about bitcoins and blockchains and lumos and wallets and uh There's even a Bitcoin, I'm told. Uh, And all of this has to do with the emerging world of cryptocurrencies. That's what they're called. And uh, basically threatening to change the entire world. So we're going to find out all about what is this thing? What is it all about? How does it work? How does it affect you? And maybe even how you can get involved. Uh, And so to do that, we are talking to Joshua Shevitz. He is from globe clicks and uh, he is an expert in cryptocurrencies and he joins us all the way from Tel Aviv Joshua how are you doing Uh,
1: very well thank you
0: Thank you so much for being on 101.9 Khaifem, the new blue review. And uh, if you have any questions for Joshua throughout the show, please uh, feel free to contact us. You can SMS us on 34519, uh, WhatsApp us 0618951019, or uh, you can even tweet us at Khaifem and we'll be happy to take any questions that you might have around the topic. Uh, Joshua, first of all, maybe just tell us, how did you get into the dark and scary world of cryptocurrency?
1: Uh, well, living, living in, uh, in Tel Aviv, uh, with all the high-tech stuff that goes on around here, and speaking English, it wasn't that difficult. Yes, they- I, I was quite curious to get involved.
0: Uh, Josh, are you with us? Josh, can you hear us? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So we seem to have had a, a minor high-tech blups there. We're just going to try and get Josh back on the line. He's from uh, Globe Clicks. And he was just about to tell us about how uh, he was in Israel and speaking English and therefore uh, managed to in- got, get involved in the high-tech sector uh, in that country. Sounds uh, like a equally fascinating story. So uh, maybe what we'll actually be able to have him uh tell us uh, as well and just get a sense about what's going on because that is uh very very interesting um uh, yeah because uh we do want to uh see what is going on uh i believe we do have josh back on the line josh can you hear us
1: uh, yes, I can.
0: Sorry about that. Okay, t- t- not apparently high tech enough. Um, so, so, Josh, you were telling uh, us that uh, you know, English speaking in Israel and uh, is very much the heart of of some of these developments. Uh,
1: yes, very much. so um, Blockchain is a is very much a, a extremely new technology, although it has been around since two thousand and eight. Um, it's. It's almost coming on almost a decade, which, in the larger term of things, is a very short space of time.
0: So, so let's start at sort of the basics because there's a lot of um, jargon that goes along with this industry, and I think a lot of causes a lot of confusion for people. And actually, you know, people I think have heard a lot about things like Bitcoin, but but the real innovation here is this um, is this thing of of blockchain, and it actually has a lot of. Uh, a, a lot of application for a lot of other industries, other than just Bitcoin. So, so let's let's talk about that for a moment. Can uh-huh. you explain to us what is a blockchain and why is it so important? Sure.
1: Well, firstly, um, when when the internet came out in in 1992 and it was released to everybody, it, for a good number of years, the vast majority of people using the internet had no real idea what it was. Um, people thought of email as a basically a glorified a glorified fax, um, and it took a good couple of years for people to understand what it was uh, for the internet to change the world. And we know in the way that we know it does, um, or has. Bitcoin and uh, more specifically the blockchain is more than likely or has the potential to have an even greater impact on on our world. Uh, the reason. The reasons behind that are are very difficult to explain because it's difficult to understand exactly what this blockchain thing is. Um, Quite simply put, it's a manner of uh, keeping a database safe, fraud-proof, almost entirely fraud-proof, without the need of any overriding big man looking over the top. Okay, so when you're talking about uh, financial assets, um, something like uh, like money, or which uh, Bitcoin uh, purports to be, a, a unit of transfer, uh, there's no longer any need for any central authority, any banks, anything like that. Now, for for a lot of people, it may be very difficult to understand how you can control vast sums of money without any central authority, with nobody controlling it. And how can you keep all of that safe? And it's because of its decentralized nature, which is another one of these terms. And what that means is you've got the entire blockchain or all the information saved on hundreds of thousands of computers, of computers spread across the world. And every time a transaction happens, that entire network is updated at the same time.
0: So, is that. Yeah, yeah, carry on. Sorry, no, what was the question? So, so basically, what you're saying here is that what this blockchain technology does is that instead of sort of storing information, so to speak, on a big uh, server or inside a big bank, maybe or inside a credit card company, uh, it, it somehow uh, enables. Uh, Millions of people all over the world To sort of save it simultaneously And and that act of of Moving it all over the world actually makes it safer Than if it was being in One uh, central place where it could be Hacked
1: Yes, exactly Exactly. And that has a a great deal of of Advantages because as you Say, there's no one place in which you can In which you can hack it And there's no one place in which You can attack in order to take it down that's not to say that it's not uh, that it's not foolproof. And indeed, Bitcoin was, was written back in 2008. A um, couple of uh, couple of months ago, there was uh, something called a Bitcoin fork, in which Bitcoin Cash or Bitcoin Gold was uh, was created, which is something similar to Bitcoin but a little bit different. And the best way to understand that is an update in the in the computer programming or technology.
0: So I'll, we'll get to forks and 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 whatever, but I, I do want to still carry on with the blockchain. But we're going to take a quick break, okay. and when we come back, we'll be we'll be speaking more about this topic. From talk to music, from Johannesburg to Israel, from sport to business, this is One Hundred One Point Nine High FM. 101.9. Hi, I'm Benji Shulman, and this is the New Blue Review, and we're talking cryptocurrencies today on the New Blue Review, and we have an expert on the line, Josh Shevitz. He is from Global Clicks, and he is talking to us about cryptocurrencies. Now, Josh, just before the break, we were uh, talking about uh, blockchains and bitcoins. We're going to get to bitcoins now, uh, but I just want to, before we get off the blockchain, the blockchain. The revolution here is not just about the fact that it's not that hackable. It's also that if we can cut out banks uh, and cut out middlemen, uh, as you you say, it it actually potentially has the ability to revolutionize the way we move money. It can make it much cheaper. And and it's not just money. It can be all sorts of things from music to other kinds of files to uh, uh, deeds of record. It it really can change a number of different industries, can't it?
1: Yes it can um, the it's going to it, it's likely to have an impact on a great deal of different industries uh, the legal profession for one with the the number of do let's say documents for title deeds title deeds could be or are looked into being kept on uh, on smart contracts, which is uh, another word another way of saying blockchain. Um, and in that way, uh, you'll have access to all of them with a little bit of limited information, and it'll all be very secure. Um, no ability to change it, and if it is changed, everybody will, will know that the title deeds are changed. So that uh, creates security for a variety of different um, situations for the
0: legal profession well uh, for example uh, I've no, seen examples uh, I've seen examples where you say in terms of the legal profession and title deeds uh, I know in some countries they've had problems because someone has a title deed to their land and then the government comes along and says oh well the government uh, service says it actually you're not on your land so now they they're wanting to record right. it on, on on the blockchain so that uh, so that people so then it's, as you say it's like everyone can see that, that, that the title deed is correct.
1: In any situation where there's, a, where, there's a, where there's a possibility for fraud or manipulation, blockchain or smart contract technology can be implemented in order to almost totally eliminate that. In addition to that, it can be used in order to speed up the manner in which information is, is transferred around the world. Um, and that is going to change the way in which the, the internet or the infrastructure of the internet is based. How that's actually going to work, I'm not. I am. I'm not sure because that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's something that's going to that's next level stuff.
0: Well, I mean, for example, so so you telling us, uh, you know, maybe I have. Uh, I want to move some pounds over to to England at the moment because I'm concerned about uh, the rand, which is take tanking because of the whatever. Uh, and at the moment, I have to get permission from the Reserve Bank, and then the the my, my bank at my normal bank here at the moment costs me like a hundred bucks per thousand rand, it's like a ten percent transfer fee, and then it takes a week before it goes through. Uh, you, you with the, with the blockchain technology, you're saying it could go much much quicker and with much less cost.
1: Um, much quicker, being pretty much instant, and much less cost, being a few cents. Uh, so the differences are are not small. There's are massive, massive differences. But think of uh, think of the, the the major players that you've impacted here. All of the banks Swift, Every the whole international banking system is being challenged by by Bitcoin. Reserve banks are being challenged. So these are some of the the biggest institutions and the biggest players and and the people with the most amount of power in the world, and Bitcoin is looking to upset that in a in a very big fashion.
0: And um, and, and what is the response of banks and governments and that sort of thing been given the the extent uh, to which this thing is is so powerful?
1: Uh, it's a complicated situation. I know that in every, in every single country it is it is different. Um, in most countries, the initial reaction um, from from governments is generally negative, um, but over time, places are starting to to become accepting of it. It's sort of it's got to a point where there is no real way in order to stop it. So, regu- there have to be some sort of government regulations, otherwise, governments are are totally and utterly going to lose control. I know the Israeli government, Moshe Kachlan. Uh, about a week ago sort of uh, sat down got a committee together and and they're going to start discussing uh, how to how to handle it how to tax it etc um, and that's the direction that uh, that most countries are going in Japan have already got uh, actual laws in their country with regards to bitcoin how to classify it what taxes to apply etc and as as time goes by more and more countries are are doing that. That's not to say that in some countries it uh, it is not legal. It's not illegal. There just simply are no laws and regulations about it. Um, in America, the the Reserve Bank said, "Well, it's not quite a currency. It looks like a currency. It acts like a currency, but it's not really a currency. So we can't say anything." And the Securities Authority said, it looks, like a secu- it looks like a security, it acts like one, but it's not really one, so we can't do it. So, in a lot of uh, time, it was just in limbo. Uh,
0: and if you have a question for Josh Evitz, if you want to understand what's going on with this Bitcoin phenomenon, please let us know, 34519, or WhatsApp us, 0618951019. We're happy to take any of your questions. I mean, Josh, we have kind yeah, of yeah. slid onto the Bitcoin topic. Uh, can you maybe, uh, you know, we, we were talking about blockchain and the, basically an underlying system that helps you uh, keep things secure and move things quickly by, by decentralizing. So, so how does it apply to this thing called Bitcoin, which looks like a duck, smells like a duck, but it's actually a cryptocurrency?
1: Um, <laughs> well, it's the, the, every single transaction is kept on all the different computers on all the different nodes, basically, on the blockchain, um, keeping the, the money and uh, cryptocurrency safe. Uh, I think that you know, what we should talk about it. You take dollars, you turn them into Bitcoin, and you can take Bitcoin and then send them to any Bitcoin address anywhere in the world. That Bitcoin address is a string of, uh, of numbers and letters, capital letters, uh, and uh, those sorts of things. Uh, you can take that number and check it on the blockchain and you'll be able to see the entire history of that particular account um, with no ability to associate that account with anybody. In other words, all the transactions are 100% visible to everybody all the time, which means there's on the one hand it's uh, entirely open, but on the other hand it's entirely an- um, anonymous because nobody can identify which numbers are associated with, with, with which people. Opening a blockchain account is as simple as putting in an email address and a password. It's easier to open a Bitcoin wallet than it is a Gmail account. There's less information required.
0: Wow so I mean that is pretty incredible because it means that uh, you can con- transact on the internet as you say completely in the open and everyone can see what's going on but you can also uh, do it uh, w- with a great deal of privacy i mean as this spawn I mean a lot of people have said that uh, Bitcoin is basically being used uh, not so much as an alternative currency but as like an underground uh, an underground currency for paying for 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 basically bad stuff, for for you know things that are illegal, is that, is that a big application? That
1: is, a, that is a, an unfortunate part of uh, of Bitcoin, especially in the in the beginning. It was used a lot on the, the big website name is the the Silk Road, which was a dark web website, and people used to buy all sorts of uh, uh, criminal related things there and use Bitcoin specifically because it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't traceable or anything like that, and that is one of the major problems that the authorities, indeed any um, normal person, would uh, would have. Um, but uh, that has sort of uh, got a lot more under control um, nowadays. That's far less of a problem, um, and also it's uh, you know it's, uh, when we when we talk or. or when we're talking as friends, you're talking on WhatsApp or Telegram or something like that. And we're using encrypted messaging. Um, and often we're using encrypted messaging because we're just, uh, not because we're criminals or anything like that, just because we want to message our friends. We don't particularly like the idea of the government, uh, uh being able to watch our SMSs or anything like that. Um, and the idea, that idea with money is starting to, to gain ground, um, and that's what Bitcoin is. It's still very much in its infancy, but this it very much could lead to a far more decentralized world and far more globalized world. Um, and maybe that's the that's the key part here: is the the entire movement of history of the world is moving towards that towards a more globalized uh, community where the the difference between countries are far far less. And cryptocurrencies are are a very major step in taking that forward. Because all of a sudden you don't have governments controlling money and what you're doing when you're crossing the border with money. And that is, I don't need to explain why, that is uh, getting to the very core of what globalization is.
0: But for example Okay so you have a Bitcoin And that's very nice That I can send it all around uh, But if I pitch up At uh, Pick and Pay Or ShopRite Checkers And I say Hey guys you know uh, I, I have uh, My friend Joshua Shevitz uh, He's into Bitcoin And he sent me He sent me three Bitcoins And I'd like to buy A packet of soup uh, They're going to look at me Like I've got two heads uh, I assume uh, But So is there actually Any real way That you can use the money Because that's really If it, if it's purporting To be a medium of exchange Then that's what It actually has to be able to do so is there actually any real world examples where you can actually buy stuff with the bitcoins once you have them
1: yes millions um, most of the major websites on, in the world such as Amazon etc will will accept a coin as a form of payment um, in places like India uh, you'll get lots of shops which will have Visa mask, Mastercard and a bitcoin um, sticker meaning they accept bitcoin there. There is the possibility to have, or there are Bitcoin credit cards where Bitcoin is linked to um, a particular credit card. And this, you have a Mastercard master credit card linked to a Bitcoin account. You have your certain amount of Bitcoin, which is worth, for example, a thousand dollars, and you go and swipe that at the shop like you would your your normal card. Um, so those type of applications are definitely there, and there are more and more shops coming online to accept bitcoin that, that said in order for it to be accepted uh, more generally as a currency like that it would have to be more stable at the moment the, the a year ago it was seven hundred dollars and today it's getting towards ten thousand dollars which is absolutely absurd i mean god knows where it's going to sort of level off but what you would want for a currency is a sort of stable a stable value that you can price things at
0: yeah, absolutely. That would be uh, that would be perfect. We're speaking to Josh Shevitz today. Oh. He's from Globe Clicks, and uh, he's talking to us about cryptocurrencies and blockchains and uh, uh, all these sorts of things. We're take a short break and uh, play a bit of music. When we come back, we'll be speaking again to Josh Shevitz. The best part of your day. At the heart of your community. All the talk. All the music. All the news. Hi, 101.9 hi fam i'm benji shulman and this is the new blue review and we've been talking to joshua shevitz today he's from globe clicks uh, in tel aviv and uh, we're talking about uh, blockchains and bitcoins and all this sort of stuff and if you want to be part of the conversation please by all means 34519 that's our sms line you can also whatsapp us on 0618951019 josh thank you for joining us once again we were talking about bitcoin before the break uh, Bitcoin, however, is kind of the fat kid in the canoe of cryptocurrencies, right? It's the big one that everybody worries about. But actually, there's dozens of these things springing up all over the place. Isn't that correct?
1: Uh, yes, there are almost eight or 900 and, uh, and more coming along each day in the form of things called, uh, called ICOs, or Initial Coin Offerings.
0: And, and what is the difference between uh, these coins and, and, and Bitcoin? Why is Bitcoin the most famous one?
1: Uh, firstly, there were, there were other kind of uh, cryptocurrencies a little bit before Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just the one that did it the best first. Okay. Back in 2008. There are some people who actually say that it was uh, Elon Musk who did it, but nobody really knows who created it. However, that was back in 2008. Since then, um, there have been many there are many developments in, uh, in how you can write the, the code. Um, for instance, Bitcoin is, while it's very, very quick in relative terms, it's actually quite slow and expensive. Um, now, I say that in relative terms because, uh, um, you know, now you're talking about uh, cents and, uh, and minutes or hours instead of uh, weeks or days for transfers of money specifically. But then there are also other coins like uh, Ethereum, which is uh, the third the third or fourth best at the moment or most valuable at the moment. But Ethereum's major difference.
0: Uh, Josh, can you hear us? Josh? Are uh, you? Yes. Ah, there we go. Sorry, we lost yeah. you for a second. You, you were talking about Ethereum, the major difference. Uh,
1: yes, with uh, Ethereum... Ethereum, you can very very easily create other blockchains off the Ethereum blockchain, which created this uh, this spawn of of, uh, of new of new cryptos. And now it's actually relatively easy with a little bit of money you can you can create an icon. and that's created the opportunity for businesses to create coins based off of their name, and they use that in order to raise money. So whereas two years ago there was only that. To, within the past two years, an additional manner for businesses to to raise large amounts of capital has come about, which is uh, which is uh, ICOs or a lot of these new coins.
0: Now, I mean, the big thing about, I mean, big thing money, about money in in general. Sorry, you got a bit of feedback there. Uh, is that you know in Zimbabwe they printed too much of it, and that eventually meant that it. Uh, you know, it decreased in value. Is that something that can happen also with cryptocurrencies? Like how is it, how, how is it regulated about how many there are?
1: No, it can't. You mentioned Zimbabwe, the, the price of, of Bitcoin in Zimbabwe a couple of weeks ago was at $14,000. Um, which just shows the amount of demand that it was because of the fact of that people had lost total uh, confidence in their currency and uh, they went to Bitcoin as one of the alternatives. And um, that's just uh, an aside. Uh, sorry, what was the the question, Benji? <laughs> so,
0: so the actual question was, you know, what what stops uh, what happened with Zimbabwe money dollars happening with the Bitcoin? Okay, so, okay
1: Bitcoin. It's, uh, it's, it's written into the code from the very beginning that there are only 21 million Bitcoins that can ever be created. Uh, and that's a number that is, is unchangeable in the Bitcoin code. Okay, So at the moment, there's 17 million Bitcoins that have been created. And they say by about 2024, the, the last Bitcoin will be mined. Over that time, it'll be increasingly difficult in order to mine Bitcoins. The first mine of a bitcoin, done with the first blockchain produced, uh, I think it was uh, it was ten or twenty bitcoin with one chance. Now with the mining, you'll get zero point zero 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 one, and as time goes by, it gets more difficult.
0: All right, so, so just explain to people what what a mining is, because that uh, I think it also con- it's another that's one of these it. words that like gets into this conversation.
1: Okay, so when you when it one of the one of the, the way in which new bitcoins are created, the two basic ways, is by, um, confirming the transaction that has taken place. And that transaction is confirmed via cryptography. And that's basically, um, fairly, very complicated math that, uh, computer, te- computers are used in order to work out those mathematical problems. When it's worked out, that particular computer is, uh, is credited with uh, confirming the transaction, and in turn gets a little bit of Bitcoin in reward, and that, in short, is uh, is mining. At the end of the day, these are these are all quite uh, quite technical terms and not really too critical for anybody to understand in order to be able to use Bitcoin. What's important is that if cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and various others are are. The units of value, just as much as gold is, and that's the best way to think of it as as gold. And, okay, and, 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 and you worrying about the technology of yeah. it and and what it's going to do in five or ten years that can be left to fifteen year old kids in King David or Yeshiva who understand it far better than than most of us will, and they're going to they the ones who are going to take the technology forward. But for us today, the the value is the fact that this is something that. That is taking on like wildfire across the world. It's, it's, it's ridiculous what's going on with it. And to think that it's only at the moment got uh, a market capitalization that's less than the, than the value that some people have in their bank accounts, um, very, very wealthy people, um, just shows that what's going to happen in the next year in 2018, 2019 potentially is, uh, is massive. At the moment, you had in one year a growth from seven hundred dollars to ten thousand dollars with with Bitcoin, and there's no reason to think that that's not going to go to to twenty or thirty thousand dollars in in the next couple of years with everything that's going on, and that's probably being quite quite conservative. Um,
0: so I mean, you, you, so we was, kind of interrupted you, know. but the the issue of, uh, of of running out. I mean, is that is that is is that an issue, or is just do you just get percentages of of yeah. of, uh, of, a, of of of
1: It's divisible, okay. So it goes down into it'll just that. That's one of the reasons that the value will increase. Now, a question that I'm often asked is, okay, but then what if uh, you know if it's got no where? There is no bitcoin. It can just lose its value over over one night. Um, in order for it, what gives Bitcoin its value is a important question for people to understand and it's quite simply it's it's the same way in what gave uh, um, shell money in in Africa value. the fact that people give value to it in a particular society gives it value and there's a tremendous amount of that at the at the moment. the amount of volume, or amount of uh, of dollars or people going into bitcoin is uh, is tremendous and exponential on a, on a daily basis and that's what's driving the the current the current uh, push of the price to almost
0: $10,000 now one of the things i wanted to ask you as well is you, you mentioned all these other alternative currencies uh, that are springing up the a way of of uh, businesses to raise funds, I guess, another way of of sidestepping big institutions like stock exchanges for for money raising. But I've seen even that uh, groups of people have started looking at their own uh, cryptocurrencies. I've heard of the Bitcoin. Uh, This is like a Jewish currency that's being used as a way of of giving tzedakah to people uh, without them having to use sort of, let's call it terrestrial money. Or fiat money. Uh, even in Orania, they, uh, I believe that they're looking at their their own currency that they can run their town. Uh, is this something that's also happening a lot?
1: Uh, yes, very much so. Because you can, because of the fact that you can, you can use the value of uh, of the transfer of uh, of money for a lot of different situations. Um. You can do it for for things like that. For example, with the with doing it for the charity, um, anybody will be able to send that uh, charity wherever they wherever they want, um, or to whoever they want. Another person with that account. At the end of the day, that person will then need to transfer it into into a fiat currency in order to to buy whatever they want to buy.
0: And the and, point of it mm. is
1: that it's a medium. It's a medium of transfer. So you can. You can use it for a shipping, let's say, a shipping company that has offices in different parts of the world. They can transfer, they can transfer money between their offices with their own internal cryptocurrency that they control the value of.
0: Now, a lot of people have focused also on uh, the investment side of, 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 of this debate. Uh, a lot of people saying that it is also it goes, as you say, up and down. We can't obviously give financial advice uh, on a program like this, but I- I'd be interested in your perspective about are people using this also as an investment tool?
1: Uh, at the moment, that's, that's probably the most the most used application of it. Um, simply because of the, the tremendous growth.
0: Interesting, interesting. So at were, the moment, at the take, moment. It'll
1: take a it'll take a, a good number of years for the applications of blockchain technology to start impacting us in the in the real world. At the moment, the main the main uh, um, the main purpose of uh, of cryptocurrencies for the vast majority of people is more of an investment than than anything else, uh, a high risk investment because this is something that uh, that very few people understand or know about, um, but an investment nonetheless.
0: Well, we're speaking to Josh Shevitz. He is from Globe Clicks, and uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be chatting more about cryptocurrencies.
1: Oh, Stay relevant and up to date. informed.
0: This is 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Schulman, and ooh, and we have lost <laughs> uh, momentarily. Joshua Shevitz. Uh, he is from GlobeClicks, and he has been speaking to us about uh, blockchain and about Bitcoin and about cryptocurrencies and what it all means for the world. Because there is. Uh, So much change that is likely to come from uh, from this technology, and we're really just scratching the surface. We've been talking for a good forty-five minutes to an hour, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, has helped to introduce any potential listeners to uh, what this means and uh, how it works and and what it is. Because I think it will change. Uh, It will change, and it took uh, me quite a long time to even get a a good sense of it, which is why Joshua Shevitz, uh, are you back on the line? Yes, uh, I'm back with you. We, we need to get a Bitcoin for your Skype, I think. Um, so, uh, if people want to understand more about this product, if they want to consider opening their own Bitcoin account, uh, you know, if they want to invest, wh- how, how does it work? What, what is a good way for people who want to, want to get more involved in the sector? What can they do? Uh,
1: grab the nearest 15-year-old and ask.
0: <laughs> and if you don't have a fifteen-year-old uh, uh, readily available, what are your other options? Uh,
1: uh, if you probably the best is just to go into Google and type uh, "how to buy Bitcoin." There are a, a great deal of uh, of websites in South Africa. I know that there are a couple of uh, a couple of companies based in South Africa, um, which you can uh, find by searching on Google. Uh, it's probably best to deal with companies that are locally based because if you do so with a company based somewhere else, uh, that's where there are where there are problems. And you know, there are you know, one does need to be careful because there are a, a number of uh, different Ponzi schemes and frauds out there that uh, that will try and uh, and get you um, when you when you delve into the world of Bitcoin. Um, That's unfortunately one of the the more shady sides, and that's why it's always best to just deal with uh, local companies. And (laughs) never never go into any of those websites that tell you that they're going to double your Bitcoin in 24 hours or some rubbish like that, which no, there are great number of.
0: N- nothing, yeah. Don't click on anything uh, on on a, on a newspaper article or, or whatever in the promoted section. That's always a bad idea, regardless of what the click is. Uh, also, I've seen quite some quite good TED talks. So, if you want to understand uh, a Bitcoin a little bit more, uh, there's some excellent uh, TED talks on blockchains and Bitcoins. If you also want to see a, a visual representation of Of what's going on, Uh, Joshua Shevitz uh, from GlobeClicks. Thank you so much for joining us on the New Blue Review and uh, for taking us through this uh, technology.
1: Uh, It's my pleasure. Uh, Great to speak to you, Benji.
0: Joshua Shevitz. He is from GlobeClicks, and he was talking to us today about cryptocurrencies. Also brings us to the end of the show uh, for today. Uh, Thank you to everyone for listening and uh, for uh in, in engaging. And uh thank you to uh the whole team who helps put together uh helps t- put together the show there uh, is craig he is the the sound guy pushes all the big red buttons mandy who is the producer vusi helps with uh, some of our podcasting and uh, uh, and of course the whole team just in general Uh, nine years uh, of high fm and uh, we're hoping to bring you uh, another another one at least till till 10 years Uh, but uh, until then you can wait for next week we'll be back with a new blue review